Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. helping us to reach over 2 million downloads. You're listening to the Paula G Show, where we expand the mindset through worldwide conversations. Make sure you stay connected with us through PaulaGVoice.com, our website. You can join us on social media at the Paula G Show, our group page, business pages, Paula G, or My Journey with Paula G. Also, you can subscribe to my YouTube channel, Apology Voice, where each and every week there's a new video, whether it's Fit at 60 and Beyond, Apology Show, or My Journey with Apology. There's something new and fresh for you to experience. If you have any questions, you have any comments or concerns, or you'd like to be a guest on the Apology Show, you can email me, Paula, at ApologyVoice.com. Put in the subject line, get inquiry or show inquiry, something of that nature, and I'll make sure that I get back to you. Also, much love to be first for the opening and closing theme music for the Paula G Show. And his music can be found on Spotify, iTunes, and Tidal. Well, I hope you've had a good day. You're about to have a good day. Or you've already had a good day, depending on where you're listening to in the world, to this show. We thank you all so much for truly listening from around the world. I tell you all each and every week that time is precious. It is the one thing that we cannot get back. So for each and every one of you to think it not robbery, to spend some of your time listening to the Paula G Show is truly, truly appreciated. I also appreciate you all tuning in and watching my journey with Paula G on Thursdays, 1130 a.m., W-A-T-C-2-T-O-O.TV right here in Atlanta. Also, if you have Hulu, Roku, Apple TV, Truly, Google Play, YouTube, Facebook, uh, Digital Antenna in the DeKalb County area here in Georgia. You can also view my journey with Paula G. And shouts out to Jerry Royce Live, who is the 
producer of My Journey with Paula G and Positive Power 21 Christian Media. Also, our underwriters at Creekside Dental, the Good Acting Studio, my coffee shop, and East Lake Survival Radio Network, my homegrown folks right here, Clicks Photography with Clark Garrison. We continue to send him love as he recovers. And Lusu Designs, thank you all so very much. L&B Tax Service as well. Thank you all so very much. Well, you know, we all are continuing this journey of navigating this season that we're in. And, you know, I was on uh, YouTube earlier today and talking a bit about, well, the, the conversation initially started with sharing my personal fitness journey. I get so many questions about, you know, when did you start working out and how long have you been working out? And it got me to thinking about not only my personal fitness journey, but also how there truly are no shortcuts in life, at least if you're on the journey seeking genuine results. You know, as far as the exercise is concerned, that's something I've been doing all my life since my early 20s, almost well, it's probably almost 40 years now. I mean, I know I'm dating myself, but it's almost 40 years. And throughout those 40 years, the intensity, the type of exercise has varied. The type of diet has varied based on where I was in my life or what I was going through, you know, whether my children were small or I was pregnant or whatever it was. It varied, but the thing that remained consistent was the fact that I did always exercise in some form, shape, or fashion. Maybe not to the intensity that I do today, but some form or fashion. So I encourage each and every one of you who may be, you know, looking at me or looking at others and like, oh, my gosh, I can't do that. It's too late. You know, they've been working out for a long time. What do I always tell you all? It is never too late to be what you might have been. You can start today. That's a quote from George Eliot. You can start today doing something, walking, water exercise. You always want to check with your doctor first, but begin to do something. Up and down your steps, that alone right there, especially if you've got a lot of steps, that alone is, is um, you know, some cardio. It's exercise. So anything that you are seeking where you're looking for long-term results, there's no shortcuts. You you have to you have to take that journey. I was talking also earlier today about my locks and how, you know, with the first year or two when I started these locks, oh my gosh, I didn't think my hair would ever lock. And I was like, you know what, I don't have the patience, I don't have the stamina, I'm just gonna cut it off and, you know, go back to an afro, relax it, you know, put a weave in it, something. But then I started thinking about it, and I started looking at those pictures of some of those seasoned women with those long, beautiful locks. You all remember Toni Morrison, those long, beautiful silver locks of hers? And I said to myself, if I endure this journey, if I'm patient, if I stay the course, then I will get the results. And I'm so glad I did. I'm like six years into my locks. When they put me in the ground, they're going to put me in the ground with all this hair. They're going to have to figure it out, but they're going to put me in the ground with all of this hair, you know, there are no shortcuts. There are no shortcuts. There are so many that are wanting to know, when is this coronavirus going to be over? When can we go back to normal? When are all the states going to open? When are all of the business, 
you know, looking for these these drop dead deadlines or dates or looking for someone to give them something specific. And I and I understand that. You know, I understand that we want some degree of control. We want some degree of certainty. But as Dr. Fauci, one of the uh, well-known specialists, the doctor said a while back, this virus is in control. This virus will determine when we go back to normal. This virus will determine when it's over. But we also can do our part to help that process along. I'm not going to get into a long conversation about that, but I'm just saying if I'll just say this, there's a tale in the Bible about a trip that was supposed to take only a few days and it took 40 plus years because of disobedience and lack of wisdom, lack of guidance, lack of, of focus, lack of patience, lack of staying the course. Y'all, I don't know about you, but I'm not trying to wander for 40 years, you know, so I'm my, one of my prayers is that people will just come to a degree of understanding that if we just do what the, what the experts, science doctors tell us to do, that perhaps we can help bring an end um, to, to this suffering and all of this death and, 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 and what the you know, the healthcare workers are, are dealing with and going through. I was watching, I think it was CNN the other day, and it was talking about our veterans and how much they are they are suffering through all of this. They, they have endured so much. And one of the, the reporters on TV was just sharing frustration about, you know, this is a community that has sacrificed for our freedom the least that this country can do is take care of them. Don't get me started on that. That's a whole nother conversation. That's a whole nother show. But, you know, the bottom line of of what I want to share with you all today is patience is indeed a virtue. We are in a microwave society. We expect everything yesterday, instantly. We don't want to wait for anything. We don't want to work for anything. We don't want to think through anything, process. We just want everything at our, our fingertips. But there comes a point in, in, in time, there comes a point in our lives where, y'all, we got to slow down. We have to be patient. We have to stay the course, no matter how difficult it may be. We've got to stay the course so that we can get to the desired destination that we want to get to, whether it's on the other side of this virus or it's some other goal that we wish to achieve. We have to stay the course because in this life, there are no shortcuts. I hope that encouraged someone this evening or morning or afternoon, depending on when you're listening to this episode. We are going to take a break. We're going to listen to Paula's perspective, which is relevant to what I was just sharing. Uh, Commercial break, got to pay some bills, a little bit of music, and then we will come back on the flip side with our guest who is with us this evening all the way from London, England, which means it's about 1.30 in the morning for her. So we are so appreciative of her joining us. So Hang tight. We'll be back on the flip side. This is the Paula G. Show right here on Survival Radio Network. We'll be back in a few moments. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, I'm Paula G., and this is Paula's Perspective. Life hands us circumstances and situations that we must deal with 
to the best of our ability, and we must play the hand of life that we have been dealt. So that got me to thinking about my current season in life. No doubt, some of you are in the same season. And if you have not arrived at it yet, fear not. No worries. Keep living. You will. It's fondly known as salt and pepper. Yes, I'm talking about hair. Now, let me put this disclaimer out there up front. I'm not being critical or judging any other forms of hairstyling, adjustments, or alterations that one chooses to don. This is just a transparent reflection of my personal journey as an African-American woman, my hair woes, and the lessons I've learned. And I just hope it'll speak to your spirit and encourage you in some way. Now, some of us feel some kind of way about this season. I'm no different. When I first started to show hints of gray, my tendency was to pluck those unwanted strands of wisdom right out of my head. And that was pretty foolish. And the day came when that was no longer working, so I dabbled in the next set of options. I tried coloring, which lasted all of a week each time and was money wasted. Wisdom and strength, my gray hair, prevailed as it resurfaced more profoundly each time I tried to cover it with color. And a very brief stint with a weave and wig proved to be almost comical. I'm very physically active, I exercise a lot on a regular basis, and so the sauna action occurring under all that weave and wig, I couldn't stand it. Lesson learned. My gray hair has earned its status, and it will not be disrespected by weaves, wigs, or color. It was like my hair was saying, my journey through life will not be colored, covered, or otherwise hidden because you don't like how it looks. As long as you are living and breathing, so am I. So deal with it. That That's my hair talking. Well, then I began to think about that. You know, the parallel between my hair journey and my personal journey through life. I then began to embrace the season because I realized it is somewhat of a badge of honor. You see, just like gray hair, it has taken resistance persistence, survival, strength, and courage to get to this place in my life. Now, there are some battle scars, but the grace of God, he has seen me through. That should be celebrated and embraced, not covered and shunned. Those of us who have lived long enough to earn these strands have been through some stuff. We've learned some things. Each of us at some point in life must embrace our presence, our holistic beauty, and the natural being of who we are. We must embrace it and not be concerned about how it may look or what others think. You have been given strength, perseverance, resilience to endure your seasons of life. I hope you will embrace each season that you are in and all the beauty, strength, resilience, and perseverance that is within you be encouraged.
I am Voice Talent Paula G, and I would love to be a resource for you. Whether it's an intro, an outro, a commercial, PSA, tag, or more, consider Paula G the next time you have an audition or voiceover need. Email Paula at PaulaGVoice.com. And remember, it's the voice that counts. Looking for a cafe with a home-like appeal where all who enter feel like they are part of something? Visit My Coffee Shop, located in East Lake, Atlanta, Georgia. MCS has a full breakfast and lunch menu, offering both hot and cold options, and is home of the amazing basil lemonade. But don't forget their assortment of freshly brewed coffees. Come on by at 2462 Memorial Drive, Atlanta, Georgia, 30317. We're pretty sure my coffee shop at East Lake will become your coffee shop, too. Do you have tax issues, owe back taxes, or need tax relief? Contact L&B Tax Service today. L&B offers you over 15 years of expertise and first-class tax service for individuals, professionals, and business owners. With nationwide service, you can easily find a location near you. Contact one of our tax professionals through our website, lbtaxservice.com. That's www.lbtaxservice.com. L&B Tax Service Incorporated. Tax professionals that you can trust. SRN Survival Radio Network. Stronger, I'm better. Was lost now, I'm found. I'm free now, delivered. No longer bound. And when you asked for me, I came alive in you. Though my world may fall, I'll rise again. I And that beautiful song was I Rise by our guest this evening. She's a UK-based music minister. She writes, she sings, she composes, she produces her own songs, and she has a love affair with the truth, y'all. She is one with a heart of service, and she is Louisa Obadon, and she joins us this evening. How are you, my sister, all the way from London in the middle of the night? I am doing great. Can you hear me okay? I can, absolutely, yes. Yes, thank you. Thank you so much for for joining us. I always get excited, you know, when I have my guests from over, you know, from from, uh, across the way. 
because, you know, first of all, you have, you know, we kind of have to, you know, uh, pray and <laughs> hold her, hold her <laughs> breath for the technology. That's one. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, too, we're always challenged by, you know, juggling the, the time zone. So it's just always, it's always Absolutely. fun to, to connect, but thank you so much for, you know, joining us this, this, you know, on this episode Tell us how, first of all, how are you doing? How is your family doing? How are you all, you know, coexisting with this whole pandemic? Oh, thank you. I think I should say thank you so much for having me on the show. Absolutely. Uh, Paula, I really appreciate it. But, um, yeah, family is doing great. Uh, We're in London. We're all isolating. Um, Things are getting a little better now. So we're allowed to go out multiple times for exercises. Right. <laughs> but um it it's yeah, it's it's really been uh, an interesting season with the COVID nineteen. Uh but you know, it's um I, I, I think it's it's like a double double edged sword. So mm-hmm. it's it's a sad time because mm-hmm. loads of people are, you know, losing their lives. However, yeah. it's also a time where you can, you know, take and reflect and, you know, just sort of reconnect for some people. It's reconnecting with loved ones. For some people, it's just reconnecting with God. You know, so much yeah. is happening in the season. Yeah, it's I see it as an opportunity, really, yeah. Yeah, it really is. So tell me, have have have, um, have the have the British um, panicked over the toilet paper as the Americans have? Sister. <laughs> <laughs> It was it was a battle. Listen, it was a battle of the toilet paper. <laughs> the battle. Of- oh Jesus! It was it was you know it was it was a horrid horrid time. But you know now everyone's it, 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 you can get it now. It's all like, you can get it now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. oh yes, oh yes. But it was uh, you know like it, there, you know I think we were all we will all look back and be able to laugh now, yeah. but it was, it was a, it was a trying time it, to it think that you wouldn't have toilet paper in your house. <laughs> I might not have a can of beans, but I got to have toilet paper. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I just, I had to stop and think, what is the, what is the issue we're having right now? Is it, we're going to be, you know, is one of the symptoms, you know, having, having to use the toilet regularly, I just couldn't understand. No, there were a couple of psychologists that that said something to the effect that, you know, that was the one thing that they, they were saying, that's the one thing, you know, the psyche, it, it, it's the one thing, like, we know we have to do, like, we can't escape doing it. But if we yeah. have what we need, then we have some yeah. degree of control or normalcy or something, something to that. Sure. So it's like, our comforts. We just wanted yeah. our comforts next to yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that. Yeah, we were we were losing, um, you know, we were losing everything else. Wow. So are so are people conforming? You know, wearing masks, staying apart from each other, that sort of thing. Yes. Uh, funny enough, today my sister-in-law took a picture of uh, there's a there's a really beautiful park near where I live, and mm-hmm. it. It, I don't think you could, even if you tried, you couldn't create that. It was yeah. so amazing to see the outline of the picture. People were far apart from each other, but it was in a beautiful way. So it was yeah. <laughs> you could see the clusters of people, but they were so 
far apart. I, literally, it, sa- it seemed like you could picture it and then just put people like little drops and say, okay, you stay here, you stay. It was just funny to watch. But um, people are going out and mm-hmm. there's lots of masks. Uh, I was out today. I ventured out. Yay. Oh, wow. <laughs> but, uh, it was interesting. I know, but the queues mm-hmm. are endless. So you've got a queue to get into every every store, every convenience Mm-hmm. Point everything you need. You've got to queue. So. Yeah. For uh, my tedious, my, tedious. My, my American audience, a queue is a line. When she's referring to a queue, she, she's you know. Oh. Getting to the store. <laughs> I just had to translate. Yeah. We we line up. The British, we love to queue. Queue. You love <laughs> your queues. You're like funny. Yeah. Yeah. You know the the amazing yeah. thing about it is. You just stand. Uh, sometimes you 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 approach maybe a bank. You're trying to get into the bank, or and you you notice people standing. Uh-huh. Sometimes just because you're, it's just it's like it's in us. It's innate. We just yeah. stand. We just stand right, stand uh-huh. behind the person who's standing there, and they're not even curious. They're not even lining up to go in. And right. then after you've stood there for a while, you realize that oh, actually, are you queuing to go in? And they're like, no, no. <laughs> I just stand in the line. <laughs> It's a British thing, guys. It's a British thing. British thing. Wow, wow. Well, tell us a bit about a typical day for Louisa. What's a typical day for Louisa? Is it such a okay? Well, you know, now given the COVID situation, Uh I think it's it's really different now. Uh, I I think for now, how it is, I. I'll link it to what's going on within my local community, especially mm-hmm. with COVID-19. Yeah. Uh, typical day would involve either we get uh, a delivery, so food delivery. Mm-hmm. So if we've ordered, yeah, so if we've ordered some groceries or, you know, we just need to top up the, the, the food shopping, mm-hmm. we probably will get a delivery during the week and maybe we get some posts through and I'll tell you something I started doing when COVID started. So where within the community, obviously with the post, it started getting normally you would get it either delivered to your door if it's a really big package. So yeah. with yeah, with COVID they had to keep social distancing. And yeah. sometimes, you know, people just go overboard with it, over the top and they mm-hmm. don't some of the yeah, they're coming in anymore. So they just leave it at the door or leave it in, you know, in the common area downstairs if you're in, right. you know, like an apartment area where I live. So I normally would go down and I've seen so many times people's posts get missing. Mm-hmm. And because we have like a, a communal Facebook page where people just sort of moan and moan, oh, did you see this? Something happened to my flat. You know, mm-hmm. anyway. So I thought what I could do then to just sort of extend a hand of fellowship to my neighbors is when I go down to pick my post, I just start using the automated call button to call and say, hey, flat 22, it's your neighbor downstairs. I'm just, you know, you've got, you've got a package down here. Come get it quickly before it goes missing. And they're like, oh my God, thank you so much. Wow, mm-hmm. that's really nice of you. I'm like, well, come get your, come get your post, come get your parcel, come get it, yeah. come get it. So that was something I was doing. And um, I found, you know, I got to know a few neighbors that way which is good because prior yeah. to COVID-19, we do not see each other. We're right. in and out, off to work, yeah, so or come back in the dead of night. So we don't get to see each other. And then another thing, that, uh, within my community, so obviously I sing, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and our my local community, we have a community choir. So, yeah, mm-hmm. and it's 
it's amazing that the choir has even brought our local community together even more. And it's not just where I live, it's just like the borough. So like the, how would you call it? Is it like the province or the neighborhood? I don't know what to call it. Like the the block? Yeah, the block, the neighborhood, the subdivision. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so we, we've, yeah, we've got people who are interested in singing and we, you know, we all signed up. That was last year, September 2019. And we didn't know that it was going to be such an instrumental thing to bring people together more. So the most recent song we did was a uh, bridge over troubled water. So like a bridge over troubled water. Yeah. So we, we did that and we did not anticipate how much impact it was going to have. So yeah. now uh, a mental health, um, charity in the UK has asked for the video. They oh. want to now use it, and this is the week in the UK. It's Mental Health Awareness Week, so they want to use that video to reach out to people. And it's just doing so much within the community. People coming out and singing, and we're looking at now that we can come out, we're going to probably start singing in, you know, in, in our, you know, in just the corners nearby or in the park, and just get people to just sort of uh, hold hands. No, really. <laughs> right. Just to sing together. <laughs> yes. Oh, wow. That is beautiful. Yeah, that is so, beautiful. So but, COVID has brought some good things out. Yeah, 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 absolutely. And, you know, the thing, too, is that you mentioned the parks earlier. One of the things that, that, that I love about uh, Europe, that, that area, there there are a lot of parks, a lot of open areas, you know, where, where – yeah. People can, you know, congregate, and I'd, I'd notice that, like at lunchtime, they're businessmen sitting out in the parks eating lunch, or you know, uh, you know, chatting in the park and their families and so forth. So that has to be a beautiful thing. That has to be a beautiful thing. And then also to be able to share your gift and your gift of music, yes. and how you've yes. been sharing yes. your gift of music. Share some of the projects that you have worked on over the years that have just really moved you? Oh, wow. That's a good question. Oh, my God. Where do I start? (laughs) Oh, this is going back so many years. Oh, wow. And, oh, wow, I'm going to take you guys down memory lane now. So, even going back to my childhood, it's, it's been quite, I think it's quite, it's been quite community focused. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to be, so where, where I grew up, we had this, like a, like a private estate and mm-hmm. the, the children within the private estate, we sort of, they started a cultural troupe. So we had drama, we had dance, we had um, music. And so that's something I used to do from way back. So that's, that's something I was involved in even as a child. And mm-hmm. then Move, you know, growing up, even be, being part. You guys would know this, and um, I mm-hmm. think it's an American thing that they brought over here. So brownies and girls' guide association, the girl guides. Yeah. I don't know if that's a, yeah. So <laughs> we had, yeah, I was part of the girl guide association, and we used to sing. We used to sort of go into the community to sing. Then oh. obviously church, being part of the local choir in my, you know, in my local community going off to university. Mm-hmm. So I've always been part of the creative art side of things. But, you know, musically, though, proper right. music body of work, I've worked with a number of amazing, amazing... I've had the privilege of singing backing vocals on quite a lot of projects already. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I'll talk about um, some of my East Midlands people. So in the in the UK, we've got the East Midlands area. That's where I used to be before I relocated back to London. Mm-hmm. Um, I've worked with uh, some gospel choirs in the in in the East Midlands. Um, the Hat Church, well now known as the Hat Church, it was actually the Christian Centre. I was part mm-hmm. of the the team there. And even back in in Nigeria, Africa, I was part of the the House on the Rock Choir. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Paul Adifarasis. I used to be part of that uh, ministry. Mm-hmm. And in the UK, a massive opportunity is just sort of contributing, um, even with training choirs. So it's been such a privilege for me. And for me, I don't see there's something someone a, a really amazing man of God used to say say. Um, that being a small part of a big thing yeah. is better than being a big part of a small thing. Small thing. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So that little contribution, I, I see that it has made, you know, it, over time it has enriched me as an individual and also helped me to grow in my craft, but also to contribute to people's lives, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I've, I'm still in touch with with people who have trained in, in the East Midlands from not knowing how to sing a single note to now they're leading the choir. They're leading the music department. I'm not even there anymore. You know, mm-hmm. and I, I've had people in their congregation communicating to me saying, God, we see your spirit in them. You've replicated your, you know, the passion and drive you mm-hmm. have about, you know, giving glory to God and just worshiping God in spirit and in truth. So for me, that's what I just, I get fulfillment training people and seeing people develop. So, yeah. <laughs> wow. that, that has to be, that that really has to be, the send, as we say, send chills up your spine to just see how those, you know, see how those things, you know, develop. How have you seen the music change over the years, whether the culture of it, the rhythm of it, I don't necessarily mean the rhythm of the beat of it, but just the, the, yeah, the the culture of of the music. Yeah. So, um, I think music is a powerful tool Mm -hmm. and, um, you may not understand English. You may not even speak the same language as I do or the wise. But music is something that's universal. So I see it that, well, culture does influence music. And mm. depending on where you are culturally based, you would see certain influences going into the music. So if you're, based, if you're somewhere maybe, you know, like the Arabic sound, you know, you can tell it's distinct. Or if it's the Asian sound, it's quite distinct. Mm-hmm. However, the message of the music, I think for me, is more important than yes you know, yeah, the cultural influence, because I, I just, I believe that even with, especially with COVID, mm-hmm. in most of the, in Italy, when it was, you know, really bad, it was music that united so many people, yeah. you know, the upper, yeah, they were coming out on their balconies and singing, so I think over time, it has evolved, and it's still going to keep evolving, I don't see it staying stagnant, and somehow it just feels like we're going around in circles, so is that we're going back to you know, uh, the automated sounds because it's, yeah. it, it may it may seem like it's new, but it's just it seems like the trap. I, I hear there's a trap music they they have. It's it's just yeah. like our parents, our parents, or you know, Paula, you'll probably be able to you know give give more insight mm-hmm. on that. It's like yeah, that just sounds like the disco days. Yeah, you know, with the disco ball. Is that 
what is yeah. it reinvented? You know? Yeah. So recycled. It, it, it's not exactly recycled mm-hmm. is the right word. So I see it is it's definitely evolving. Mm-hmm. We are we are hearing new sounds and within the gospel industry or gospel music, I really believe that because we serve a God who is he's not stagnant he's mm-hmm. he's ever changing so there's a sound for every season so that's why you know a song that mm-hmm. um you realize wait a minute that why does it not sound like a song that we've heard before it's because it's it's about god the message is mm-hmm. is about god and god he he's, he's a god of variety you know yeah. He's not one way. He's not one way. So I just, I just think it's a, it's a privilege to be even to be able to write gospel music. Yes. Tell us about how I Rise came about. Oh my God, I Rise. <laughs> so that song, actually, I think I was back in 2016 when I started receiving that song, and that song came from a place really where I was already declaring victory. And just declaring that I I was going through a season in my life and it was such a long extended time of mm-hmm. I would say a, a period of wilderness and it was such a challenge and um the songs, the lyrics stronger and better, you know, it was just trying to declare what the word of God says and right. some of the scriptures that were coming to my heart in that season, especially for our rights, was just around um, you know, Second Corinthians uh, two, yeah, verse forty, talking about how God, how God has caused us to triumph in Christ. So mm-hmm. you know, there's a part in the song that says, "I, I triumph in Christ Jesus," proclaiming my liberty. And it, it was because I was feeling confined and um, just under uh, such a, uh, like my literally, I was restrained. So I couldn't, you know, when you have dreams, but you can't do much because this is, it's like everything's been, it's been placed that this far and no further for you. This is how much you can do in this season. This is, so I just, you know, it was a song really that came out of that, out of that uh, desire to see the will of God done in my life. And also understanding that there, there is the ultimate, the ultimate um, sacrifice, Christ, Christ, Christ did for us, which was he laid down his life and he gave us that freedom. So it was that freedom I'm singing about, that I rise in Christ Jesus, that I am dead in Christ, but I rise in him. <laughs> so, Amen. And he makes all things new. Yeah, he makes all things new. So I was, I was an acclaration that in Christ, all things are new, that I may be in the season where things are not looking like it's new. Things are looking dead. Mm-hmm. But I know I'm going to experience the freedom in Christ and I'm delivered and I rise in him. Amen. Wow, that is beautiful. That is beautiful. So we go from I rise, and once you have risen, then you rejoice. I will rejoice. We're going to go into a break in a little bit, and I want you to share with us a bit about, well, before you do that, share your social media, your contact, how the audience can stay connected, because this is the beauty of the World Wide Net, uh, net, uh, Web worldwide conversations we can all stay connected through the through the internet and social media so share your information as to how the audience can stay connected and some support your music and your journey oh thank you paula okay guys you can get me um on all the social media platforms um i'm on youtube i've got youtube channel so it's um under my stage name which is l-o-u-w-e-e-z-a-r 
is basically Louisa stretched out. <laughs> so L-O-U-W-E-E-Z-A-R. Uh, that's uh, on YouTube. Is the same on Facebook and on SoundCloud. And then on uh, Instagram, I am Louisa. You can find me that way also. And on Twitter, I am Louisa. So connect with me and uh, we can... Uh, we can grow together and yes. just, you know, share the love of Christ. Amen. Yes, and, and for the American audience, Louisa is L O U W E E Z as in zebra A R. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta make sure they get it. <laughs> Thank I you. Make, I gotta make sure they. Get it. <laughs> you can tell I'm used to this translation. Z Z. <laughs> yes. <laughs> But I'm used to it. Thank I'm you used for to it. So I just want to make sure that you know that it that it that it translates. I appreciate that. Yes, but, you know I, it I, helps. I always love having these conversations, and and this is a, is is really a an example of you know people you know people always ask me you know you always say worldwide conversations expanding the mindset through worldwide yeah. conversations yes because during this conversation you you've shared so much about yourself you've shared so much about your journey you've shared a bit about yeah. daily life in London yeah. and there are american listeners that have never set foot outside of the you know united states and no judgment or anything yeah. just, and a lot of times we form our opinions of each other based yeah. on read in a book, what we see on television, what someone tells us. So, you know, I I, I always embrace the opportunity to have these conversations so those who may not have traveled to to America or those who may not have traveled to uh, London can say, my goodness, you know, they, 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 you know, we we are more alike than we are different. That's true. Yes, because end of the day, regardless of what happens, at the end of the day, no matter who we are, where we are, we are all fighting over toilet paper. Amen. <laughs> Amen. We are all fighting over toilet oh, paper. <laughs> so, tell oh, us, oh, so tell us a little bit. Our time always, you know, goes so quickly, but I'm just so glad that you um, hung with us. Cause I thought, you know, I just felt it was important to, to, to make sure you had the opportunity to share for the audience, you know, to hear your voice, not only your musical voice, but your voice as a, as a woman of God and your yes. voice as a, you know, woman living in, um, you know the the UK and and sharing and blessing others and prospering. Tell us a bit about I will rejoice. Yes, I I will rejoice. It, oh, I, I I like to put it this way: it's a bold and intentional declaration. So you know, the, there's a scripture that says, "Rejoice again." I say, "Rejoice." Uh, however, it's actually out of the Psalms. Um, Psalm mm-hmm. nine. Uh, yeah, it talks about, "I will praise you, O Lord, with my whole heart. I will show forth." your marvelous works, I will be glad and rejoice in you. And, it's you know, this was a song that was birthed back in 2015, I believe. Mm-hmm. And you know something I want to say at this point, guys? You can see that some of these songs are dated as far back as a couple of years. And that's because one thing I've come to appreciate with God is, with God, he's always relevant. So if mm-hmm. it's if it's something God has given to you, if it's a gift, if it's uh, a word, if it's a a, a a a purpose or a goal or a vision, it is always relevant because if it's from God, no matter what season you 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 decide to birth or when God allows you to birth it, it's relevant. I had no clue we would be going through COVID to release. Mm-hmm. 
these two songs, I will rejoice and I rise. So I will rejoice is, you know, it's just clearing that I will rejoice and be glad in irrespective of what I'm going through, irrespective of the season I'm in, you know, and I'm going to sing and I'm going to talk about the name of the Lord from the rising of the sun to the going down of the same, the name of the Lord, he must be praised. And uh, so it was a, that's, that's really the, the story of the song. It's a song that was just, I wasn't in a season of rejoicing. I must say that it was right. a season of rejoicing when this song came. I was no, I was far from rejoicing. <laughs> I was scared. I was looking over my shoulder. I was right. thinking, oh, I'm going to lose my job. You know, right. so much going on. Family, like life was all in my face, you know, mm-hmm. so but, I, I just it was a, so I just it just came from within me. I will rejoice, you know. It's like you're declaring, yes. "I'm be glad in you." <laughs> <laughs> and oh, the bringing all that that is so beautiful. That is so beautiful. Our time always goes so quickly. Thank you so very much for for joining us. You just have been a delight. You brought so much energy and just sunshine to this episode. So thank you so very much. <laughs> Share with us your your uh, contact information and your social media one more time before we go, before we let you go. Okay. So everybody, you can get me on every platform, Twitter, on Instagram, on YouTube, on Facebook. Uh, you can uh, search up my name, L-O-U-W-E-E-Z-A-R. <laughs> yes, I am... <laughs> I am Louisa on on Twitter and Instagram. So Louisa, and um, you can find me on uh, YouTube. My YouTube channel's there. Subscribe, connect with me, guys, and we can we can just like I say, grow together, enjoy inspired music together, and go on this journey. Yeah, it's a journey we're on, and uh, yes. we need each other. Yes, we do, ladies and gentlemen, all the way from London. It's it's about two fifteen in the morning now, but she's hanging tough. Bright eyes, yeah. <laughs> bushy tail. <laughs> bushy tail. Yes. I love it. <laughs> Bright eyed and bushy Woo. tail. Probably ready to crash oh, now. Yes. That describes <laughs> me really well. <laughs> but we thank Louisa so much for joining us. We're going to take a break and listen to her beautiful melodic voice in I Will Rejoice. Louisa, thank you so much. Thank you, Paula. Thank you. If you're a content creator, social media socialite, influencer, or simply love to record current events, you need the joystick. The joystick is an essential tool for every type of digital content creator. It holds two or more mobile phones or tablets, allowing users to stream and record hands-free on multiple apps simultaneously. And it's lightweight and portable. For more information or to purchase your joystick today, visit our website at www.joistik.com. Have you been recently discharged from your employer through no fault of your own? Or maybe you quit your job for good cause. If so, then you may be entitled to unemployment benefits. If you have been denied unemployment benefits, we can help. Give us a call today. As a prior administrative law judge, I am confident that I can assist you in collecting the unemployment benefits you rightfully deserve. Free initial consultation. Be sure to call Unemployment Appeal Consultants today at 850-228-3556. Proudly serving the Georgia, Florida, and Alabama areas. You may have heard the phrase, deals are done on the golf course, but do you know how that happens? 
The book Nine Holes, Nine Goals will provide hole-by-hole guidance on what to do and mistakes to avoid during a round of business golf. Pre-order your copy today at NineHoles9Goals.com because closing deals on the golf course is no longer just a phrase. You can do it too. SRN Survival Radio Network. Gentlemen, this is Rosalind Cooper with your Cooper Connection on the second half of the Paula G Show right here on Survival Radio Network. Tonight I just want to talk real quickly about how to deal with negativity and people's opinions. Um, since this pandemic started, um, I've spent a lot of time in my thoughts and I think about, you know, situations I've been put in, situations I've been in that were negative, and people's opinions kind of made the situation a little worse because people put timelines on you. You have to do this by this, and you have to do it by then, and if you don't do it by then, then this, and they're, they always have to give their opinion thinking they're helping, but sometimes it can confuse the situation even more. Like, you, you're going this way, but someone will say, well, go that way, and it confuses you, and sometimes it's hard not to listen to people's opinions because it seems like everyone's saying it, it must be true, but that's just not the case. You know, um, it's really hard to deal with, especially with me, you know, listening to what people are saying about the pandemic, the conspiracy theories, the news reports, the all this negative stuff, and 
you know, I try to pray about it and read the Bible and encourage myself that it will be okay because I will come out triumphant in this and I'll come out on top and so will you. You just can't listen to people's opinions. You know, they're like behind. Everyone has one, you know. Everyone's going to have an opinion about something in your life. But sometimes you just have to turn the other cheek, you know, kill them with kindness, and continue to do what you need to do for yourself. Yes, everyone's going to have an opinion about it. I know when I work from home, they're like, oh, you're not, that's not a real job. You need to punch a clock, you know. It's like it is a job, you know, like, but people are going to have, okay, maybe you should do this or maybe you should do that. And sometimes I'm like, dang, am I, like, not doing things right? Like, everyone has an opinion. And sometimes I beat myself up about it, but then I realize, you know, they're always going to have that opinion no matter what you do. They're always going to have something to say, and sometimes it's negative. So um, the first way to deal with negativity is to feel good and confident about yourself. If you feel good about yourself and know what you're capable of, then you don't have to worry about other people's opinions and what they say about you and their negative actions. You know, I hear a lot of things on Facebook and the Internet about people's opinions on certain races and genders and what they think is right and what they think is not. And sometimes you can take that stuff so personal and it can start to affect you not only mentally but physically because all that worrying can cause stress on your body. And, you know, all this worrying about people's opinions and the negative things that they say, sometimes you have to turn the other cheek. You got to just roll off your back and just keep going and do what you need to do. So I want to share, I think it's seven ways, yeah, seven ways to um, deal with negative people. The first one is set boundaries to minimize contact with negative people. So if you know someone that is very negative and is always a Debbie Downer, just try to minimize the contact with that person. Say you got something to do, say you're busy. I'm not saying lie, (laughs) but come up with something and actually do that Besides talking to this person, like, don't lie. Go read the book. Go exercise. Go do something productive and not worry about this negative person. Um, The next one is don't make their problems your problems. You know, sometimes they're dealing with their own demons, their own things, their own fight in life, and um, sometimes it's not even about you. It's, it's what they project on you. It's sometimes something you have to do do with you. Um, don't make oh create a positive environment in your personal life. Um like I said, you know, read that book, take that walk, take that jog, exercise, then take a class, yoga or something to um help you create positivity in your life. Not so the more positive you feel about yourself, the more positive you feel about life in general, it'll just be better. You. It's like the law of attraction. What you put out is what you get back. Ignore the negative people who you can't help. You know, you can lead a horse to water. You cannot make them drink. If you can't change that person, if they don't want to change, what they say, if 
if that person doesn't want to change, then change that person. Like, you know, don't associate yourself with that. If they're not willing to give in a little bit and, and you know, help you out, then just ignore them. Be positive to other people. That's a great way to bring positivity in your life. If you're always positive and people see you positive, then that's how they will view you. And help some people deal with their negativity. Find out, like, what really is the root of it and try to help that person through it. But I leave you tonight saying that everything is going to work out. And we're going to get through this, and I hope that this helps a lot of people tonight because negativity and people's opinions can really take a toll on you, but you just have to be strong, have faith in yourself, have faith in God, and just keep going. Thank you so much for tuning in tonight. Um, I just want to throw out my social media handles. You can find me on Facebook at Rosalyn Cooper, R-O-S-L-A-Y-N-C-O-O-P-E-R, Instagram, Roslyn World 86 and on YouTube, RosCooper08. Thank you so much, and have a blessed night. Thank you so much, Rosalyn, for sharing those uh, points with us. You know, during this season and during this time, we all need encouragement. And encouragement comes in different forms and, and, and different ways to reach different people. You know, Louisa shared with us, I mean, just what, what energy, just what a, a freshness, considering it was almost 2 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> you know, she was just so energetic and just so excited, and, and I just love how she shared, you know, just the authenticity of who she is, her journey, her love of music, her love of the Lord, and how she has taken both her love of music and love of the Lord to, to bless others, and how she's using it during the season. And then also, Rosalind, just sharing with us some helpful points, you know, of, of you know, just being able to overcome negativity. There's so much negativity, you know, out there. We, it's like we, we're drowning in it sometimes. So to be able to have some tools and to be able to have some tips on how you can overcome that is, is, you know, always helpful. It's always a wonderful thing. So I thank her also so very much for sharing that. Please go back and listen to this episode, share this episode. Again, world, I'm all about these worldwide conversations. So I love it, love it. You know, well, I love having my show each week. I love having my guests each week. When I have the opportunity to have a guest from another country you know, it just it just heightens the excitement because, you know, it, it brings another angle and another perspective. So we thank her so much for joining us. Again, share this episode, like this episode, subscribe to my YouTube channel. I have episodes of the Paula G Show on one of the playlists in addition to Fit at Six to Beyond. It's just a little piece that I do where, you know, I say to the audience, you don't have to be 60, you don't have to be, on, be beyond, but we challenge you to be fit. So it's just about 10 or 15 minute segments, 
give you some encouragement, motivation, and then a couple of fitness tips toward the end because people always ask me about exercise and, you know, exercises to do and that sort of thing. So Fit at 60 and Beyond is one of the playlists. The Paula G Show, My Journey with Paula G, you'll see all of the other playlists that are listed there as well. You can reach out to me via email, paul at paulagvoice.com with any questions, comments, or concerns, or if you're interested in branding or being a guest, don't forget my journey with Paula G. I'm just all over the place. My journey with Paula G, my award-winning television show on WATC2, T-O-O dot TV, Thursday mornings, 1130 Eastern Standard Time, AM. If you have Roku, Hulu, Truly TV, Apple TV, Google Play, you can also see it on those platforms. Also, if you're in the DeKalb County area, the Access Channel, DeKalb 25, my journey with Apology airs at 11 a.m. So if you're in DeKalb County, Georgia, Decatur area, it airs at 11 a.m. on the Access Channel, the digital channel as well. Thank you, Rosalyn, so much for your engineering. appreciate you so much. Louisa, thank you, my love. I appreciate you, darling, so much for joining us as well. I hope you all enjoyed this episode. Make sure you tune in again next week. We'll be right here. And until then, take care, be safe, and embrace the journey. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.